everyone needs to feel in control. We want to have control of our bodies, and we want to have control over our feelings, to feel in control of our decision-making. Just think about all the challenges in your life and what would be helpful for you to deal with them. You're listening to Wellbeing in Sync. I'm B. Harris. I'm a psychologist. These series podcasts are about helping you with that, building your resilience and giving you the tools to take on the challenges. Hi, this is B. Harris again. We're on season four. This one's episode three. We're going to call episode three, doing what may not come easily. I picked that for a reason too, because we're, uh, remember, we're all tied together with the way we identified season four when challenges become and feel relentless. Usually the challenge might be because we're in different situations or something new is happening in our life. When we're coming into something new, many times what we're really confronted with is a learning, really taking on something that may challenge us emotionally. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Again, I'm not being negative. I'm talking about us as humans and what's natural for us. Part of our developing, I mean, all of us, and it's true for children too, by the way, it's just that we recognize it different. Our idea of ourselves is very important to our identity, our self-esteem, and how we grow up. What do I mean by that? Even for children, they want to know, oh, I'm liked. My friends like me. My parents like they think I'm good. I think I'm good because people are giving me that feedback. So your idea of yourself as good at something or capable or as somebody who works hard or somebody who's liked, that's something that you take in to yourself and your idea of yourself. We call that your identity. That's kind of a constancy that you carry through your life so that you can feel in a way there's something that remains the same. It's you, how you look at the world, your values, your morals your ethics. That's like the whole story in itself. But what I want you to know out of this is, again, that theme that I've talked about before, this idea of some predictability or constancy while you're in a world that keeps changing. And that idea of yourself is the important part. And once we have ideas of ourselves, many times that's what's unfortunate is that we hold on to ideas of ourselves that are really harmful and not something that we should leave alone. We really should work it through. So I'm talking about this feeling that I'm somebody who's a good learner. I'm good at something. And what happens over time in being good at something, it could be a good mechanic. I'm good at sports. I'm really very artistic. I'm very accomplished. People reward me for those accomplishments and those skills. Now you're thrown into a situation where you have to learn something new. Quite honestly, have felt that even in a sport. Until my 40s, I played tennis like lots of people uh, or got involved in a sport. And then uh, in my 40s, because of breathing issues, I couldn't really play tennis anymore. So I decided, okay, I'll learn golf. What was hard about this new learning? To start to learn something really new after years of being skilled at something, it's very complicated. So I wasn't just learning how to hold this stick, (laughs) kind of weird in a weird body position to hit a ball. It was the feeling of having to tolerate the feeling of not being successful right away. 
and having that being confronted. And until I really looked at it in a different way is not a way to give me back feedback that B, you're not really good. That feeling of you're inadequate. I had to change my thinking of I'm learning, I'm learning, I can get past this to the point of being successful. Once I got into that mindset, it changed how I experienced learning how to play golf. I'll give you another example that has to do with work done. I left being a professor to go into the theater world. You know what that meant? And auditioning, doing things that were talked about new, but not being accomplished at it or sort of an amateur in my 30s when I had already achieved advancement and a prestige in an area as an academic. It was complicated. I had to also tolerate the feeling of newness and be able to tolerate the feeling of, you might call it failure. I had to reorganize it as not being outstanding. And that is an important part of it. But what I'm sharing with you is sometimes learning at certain periods of your life gets harder because we've accumulated the feeling of being successful. So starting over again is very hard. And for some people, so difficult that they can't do it. But they can get help doing it. I also want to be optimistic about this. But to understand and appreciate how people feel in relation to new experiences. It isn't just, oh, here's a new experience, learn it. That's why it's very important when people are trying new things. Maybe they need special attention. Being in groups where they're trained or we understand that it's an emotional experience of mastering something new. Now, I just brought up another word. I used the word mastery and achievement. Humans are designed to learn. I mean, our brains, we learn very quickly and a lot from birth on. But as we develop through life, it isn't just how our brain works. You're able to learn, by the way, until you keel over, which, of course, is counters what a lot of people think about as older people. People learn forever. It's culture and how people are experienced in learning, uh, that's the difficult thing. Can you be, can you tolerate? Have you learned to tolerate? Does the culture allow you to go through the period of learning? Does it support you through the period of new learning so that your self-esteem and that your competency can feel intact? People want to feel good at something, especially when you've worked so hard to advance in an area. So, what I'm really talking about here is a relentless challenge because you're going to be learning and doing new things through your entire life. And hopefully you'll think of that as an exciting thing to do. What I've been doing with you in the last number of minutes is one to understand who we are and why even taking on something new can sometimes be challenging, not because of the skill itself, because I think with practice, you'll get there. It's can we sustain the feeling and what that feeling calls up in us, depending on who's around us and what our past life was. That's why many times uh, certain people of certain levels, sometimes people who are higher up in organizations who have power and are used to being seen a certain way, have a hard time learning new things in groups. They like private tutoring. But I'm not even judging it. I'm just saying that maybe we have to be aware of it, that some things we take on, it's easier to take on when you do it alone with someone. And I'm explaining to you why, because it may, in fact, impact how we feel about ourselves as learning something new. 
and we don't want to have, have any witnesses to it except the person who's coaching us. I happen to think that's normal. And what I'm suggesting is to expect it and not be self-critical of it. There's another way also to think about uh, the challenge of taking on new things, because sometimes taking on new things in relation to the feelings I've suggested is a greatest act. Maybe an act of courage to know that newness and difference is going to challenge you emotionally, challenge your idea of yourself. Maybe you've earned in a certain role, in a certain place, how highly accomplished you are, and you were top of the heap. And then when you take on this new thing or this new world, you're further down the ladder, right? Sort of like starting over has certainly been in my life as well. And I had to tolerate my way through it. These are all things to take into account when we move into different areas. We'll have to think about the newness is an excitement of learning something new. Our mind will actually have to reframe it so that you can go through the period of learning and tolerate it. I'd like to think of it, quite honestly, as an adventure. And actually, when we think about it, your whole life is really an adventure, isn't it? And no matter what you're doing, tomorrow's different. It's a different world tomorrow. And what we're doing today is not necessarily going to be the same as tomorrow. What's going on in the world in my present life, as I'm really talking to you, is really creating unpredictability for many people. But that's actually true for all of us. It's just that we don't, our minds can't process that. So we always like to think that our world tomorrow will be like today. So in order for us to really live with comfort, we make it predictable and constant. Something I was talking about in the previous episode as well. We're all courageous, really. We're making individual journeys. You're creating a life out of your own identity and your own point of view. That's courageous, isn't it? Climbing a new mountain or if you're into hiking. Going forward is an act of creation. And when we're creating, we're really doing something new. That's today, really. It's uh, giving you uh, a better understanding of all the feelings that are created when you come into new situations, even though you love learning, that some learning is harder than others. See you guys.